Hello and welcome to episode five. Episode five. Oh, are you waiting for me to pitch in there? I just want. I just. I thought it'd be cooler if I also said it. Okay. Okay. It wasn't. No, it was. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, this is coming hot off the tails of episode four. Yes. We're 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 coming back. We're packed with new topics, new Mm -hmm, information, mm -hmm. new stuff to talk about. (laughs) I think uh, we should open it up with. You've been doing some running lately. I uh, yes, I okay, so as you know, one of my resolutions was to run more and like outside specifically. And I went on my first run of twenty twenty four. Wow. Like two days ago. I I don't know. I was just very excited and wanted to do it, wanted to move my body, so took some pre workout and just left. It was nineteen degrees. It was very, very cold. I That's actually warm for here. Oh really That's okay. a warm summer day. <laughs> okay. I was tanning. Right, right. But no, in all realness, it was very cold. The top half of me was pretty warm. I had like um a workout top on and then I had a like one of those hat quarter zip running short shirts, you know. They're kinda of fuzzy. I don't know. And then on top of that I had a sweatshirt and I had my my headphones are over-the-ear headphones, so they keep my ears really warm, so my, like, that wasn't an issue. And I had running gloves on. The running gloves were not enough. I had to keep my hands in fists. Like, whatever hand wasn't holding my phone had to be in a fist because they got so freezing cold. Well, yeah, when you're running in, like, 19-degree weather, <laughs> all you can do is just stave off hypothermia. <laughs> like, breathing into your hands like you're... I know. Around like a fire barrel. Well, I don't know. I thought since they, I don't know. I thought since they were running gloves, maybe they would have been like a little bit warmer. They seemed warm, but they weren't. I think running gloves would mean that they were less warm, right? Because you want them to be breathable a little bit. I guess. But I don't know. They, the gist is that my fingertips were frozen, like so, so, so cold. And then I was wearing, um, Josh got me some Gymshark leggings for Christmas and they're super nice and super stretchy or whatever. Like, they'll be amazing for lifting and stuff at the gym. But they are so thin that you can see my skin color through them, like when I bend my knee. So I didn't really take that into account. And I went on a 3.9-mile run, so almost four miles. Not bad. Not quite sure I should have done that <laughs> after not running for so long. But I just went until, you know, I didn't really want to go anymore. And I walked a lot. It wasn't, I definitely was not running the whole time or anything. I was just kind of going, if I felt like walking, like I started cramping, then I would walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I walked to the kitchen <laughs> and got food a couple times while you were running. So, you know, I burned some calories, you could say. Yeah, you could say I burned some yeah, calories. Yeah, yeah, you know. Five. Same thing pretty much. As a, I mean, I pretty much went, it's like I pretty much went on the same run as you. Y- yeah, I mean pretty much. I ran to the microwave. <laughs> to the microwave. I ran up. the microwave. <laughs> I ran the microwave. <laughs> yeah no it was it was good though except for i got back and my i guess i think what josh was saying was that it's like when you're moving a lot and then you stop all of a sudden and especially in the cold all the blood flow started going to my legs and they were so itchy i could not stop itching them for like i'm not kidding half an hour straight I was just straight itching my legs. Oh, like I thought there was something wrong. I mean, you oh, re- there was. Well, I could. I was dying. Returned, you just returned from your run, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And I walked back in, and I come in the room, and I can't exaggerate. Your legs were like red forty. 
<laughs> they were yeah, a different they color. Were so and bad. you were itching them like <laughs> like I, I can't I can't scratch the itch. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was like, just stop scratching it. You're like, I can't, I can't. I can't. Oh my god, I could not. It was like it's like the worst itch you've ever had, but it, there was no relief in itching it. Like it was like it just wouldn't go away. I put lotion on them. I was like, oh maybe they're dry. No. Nothing worked. They would not go away. And it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I watched you struggle. I was like, just stop, please. Stop itching. You're like, I can't, I can't. And then eventually you just started like rubbing your legs like a cricket for like three hours straight. (laughs) No, I I was like, I have to do something because this isn't helping anything. So I went and I got in the shower and I was just like sitting on the shower floor with the water on my legs and that helped. They stopped itching after that. And I was like, oh my God, finally sweet relief. But then another issue hit me. Yeah, another issue. She texts me. She's like, I can't get up. I'm like, what is going on with you? Are you dying? She's like, I can't move. And it was, I well, all you had eaten that day was a bagel with yeah. honey butter on it, which was fantastic. And was there anything else even? No. That was it. So I think you were malnourished. I think And so. dying in the shower. And you were like, help. So I went and got a, a cup of pudding with whipped cream on it. And it mm-hmm. brought you back to life. Yeah, that helped a lot. And I went down and I still felt a little like messed up after that. I, After my shower, I went down and I just sat on the couch and I ate Doritos. <laughs> and that, nice. And yeah, that made me feel better. But it wasn't that like I purposely just was like, no, I'm not, I'm not really hungry for anything today. It was like I woke up and then his dad wanted to make us those cool bagels. So it was like 1030-ish before I eight and then i took my pre-workout to go on a run at two like two thirty, because we were leaving his house going to my house and then we got there and it was like well i'm gonna go on my run but it took me like an hour to get started and then my run was an hour long so by the time everything was said and done i just hadn't like eaten real food in a long time and i was so like just out of it i felt so messed up yeah and i'm super sore by the way, that I did too much. My, like, where you hinge your legs on the outsides are really messed your up. Your knee? I no. think that's called? No, where you... Oh. oh, wait, not where you hinge your legs, where you hinge your torso to your waist? You're, you could call them your hips, I believe. Okay, your hips. My hips are really, um, they're really sore. And underneath, like, my right, my right knee, like your hamstring mm. or whatever, um, every time I move at a certain angle, it hurts very badly so yeah i don't know what that means necessarily but i was gonna go on a run today and be like oh maybe i just need to work it out a little bit or something but it just snowed last night and the sides of the roads aren't cleaned off so i didn't go yeah yeah i i pull a muscle if i think too hard <laughs> so about food if i think too hard about food i injure myself yummy yeah but on to the bigger point Ooh, of yes. today's episode as we discussed i think a little bit in the last one uh, you have some quirks. You could call them quirks. quirks. I call them quirks. You call them something else. <clears throat> Autism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. We don't know. I don't... Well, you don't have autism. Let's put no. it that. Let's start with that. You don't have autism. But it is called a spectrum for a reason. <laughs> and I would say, with beyond a shadow of a doubt, you exhibit some certain traits that would land you on said spectrum <laughs> if you exhibited other traits. Yeah yeah so and this has sort of become more of a problem i think in the last few months i've just started to really pick up on all these things that really like grind your gears <laughs> and they are the strangest like 
I mean, <laughs> okay. I've never heard of anybody who has these That's weird sensitivities. Lie. It's That's really not. A, I there has not been a single thing. I don't think that like I do that I haven't heard of someone else doing. Like not one. I don't know who you're talking to, but <laughs> let me raise Exhibit A. Okay. 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 What? Okay. Here's how this is gonna work. I'm gonna introduce to you something that you do, and you are gonna try to defend yourself. You're gonna say, "Oh, I'm not. I don't. I'm not on the spectrum. I have this or that or that." And I'm gonna go, "No, no, no." <laughs> what? I'm okay. gonna say, "No, no, 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 no." Okay. Okay. The first one, which we encounter much more in the winter, is that you hate, hate, hate hot air. <laughs> okay. Hot air from the car blowing on your face and you have to breathe it in. And listen, I want to preface this by saying I understand as much as anybody else. When the air is hot, I don't like it. If it's too hot, I'm not having a good time, okay? But this isn't the car air is hot. This is not like the car is hot. It's like we just turned on the vents and the air is a little bit warm. And she took like a femto liter of air into your lungs (laughs) that was like one degree too warm. And you're like, turn off the heat. Turn off the fucking heat. I can't breathe. Yeah, okay. Um I think that one's obvious. It's like the hottest air ever and it's just going straight straight into my mouth and straight into my nose. It's I don't it's literally like someone's breathing air back in like they just breathe in air and they're breathing out back into your face. For the listeners I cannot breathe that. Are you kidding? For the listeners at home, uh by that she means we just started the heat. It's barely warm <laughs> and you can't even feel it yet. No, it if it's and i'm not talking about like the one that's that says face like the one that points at your face no that one's fine i'm talking about the windshield one when the windshield one is on and it's on full heat and it's on full blast i'm a, it's done i can't you would think that somebody put, put the like window a funnel down. down your throat and was pouring hot air that's into your what lungs. it feels like that's what it feels like it is the worst thing ever and it needs to stop. and i'm telling you i'm in the car right next to you believe <laughs> it or not i am probably less than a foot from you and I'm in the same heat, and guess what? It's not burning my lungs off like I'm <laughs> drinking lava. So I'm starting to think that that is a trait. Well, you have a quirk. Maybe. I don't know. But I also don't like like warm drinks. I'm n- I've am i never been... I'll drink hot chocolate, but it can't even be that hot. I'm not really... I'm a big, big cold... Like, water? You try to give me water that isn't like can't hold an ice cube in it without melting it? No. That's not okay, happening. That, I'm that's pouring another, it on the ground. You know what? And that's another great point you just brought up because what you missed before we started rolling the audio was that we just had about a five-minute argument about room temperature liquid, okay? <laughs> she walks in here. I have a drink open. It's a Diet Mountain Dew, if you're curious. And it. we just bought them, so they're not, they have not been in the fridge yet. They were just sitting on a shelf at a store, okay? She goes, do you have a drink open? And in anticipation of this, because I knew you were going to react this way, I said... Well, I do, but I don't know if you're going to want it because it's room temperature. No, you didn't say it's room temp. You said, well, I do. Or you're like, well, I have a, a Diet Mountain Dew. That's what you said. You didn't say anything about no, temperature. No, I said, well, I have one, but I don't know if you'll like it. That's what I said. Okay, okay. And you go, why? I said, well, because it's room temperature. It hasn't been in the fridge yet. And she goes, oh, so it's warm. I said, no, it is not warm. I have not applied heat to it. It's room temperature. And then you go on this crazy tangent about how <laughs> room temperature liquid you would consider warm. I am telling you, if you dipped your water in room temperature, if you wait, what? What? If you Hang on, your water malfunctioning, in room malfunctioning. If you dipped your finger, sorry, uh-huh. 
into room temperature water, uh-huh. you wouldn't go, whew, that's warm water right there. Really? Because, okay, think about this. Room temp, like 70 degrees. Yes. That's a good room temp. Do you swim? If you get if you swim in a pool that's 70 degrees, that's a heated pool. No. That's a warm pool. No, it's a warmer pool. If you're swimming in 70 degrees, you're not going to go, ah, nice, that's warm. You're going to go, yep, I can stand that for an hour. No. Yes. I don't agree. I think that. if the pool is 75 degrees, I'm like, this is a nice temperature. I wouldn't be like, ooh, warm water. Here we go. And if I take a drink. That, that, okay, ooh, warm water. No, ooh, hot water. If you're going, ooh, then it's hot, not warm. What? You just went, ooh, warm water. Like, oh, no. You're, you, you really you're, nit, you're nitpicking here. No, I'm saying no, if I'm you not. took a drink of room temperature water, you would not say, wow, that's warm water. Or if you took a drink of this drink I, what would you nope. say mm, that's room temp water yes you would okay. that's my point you would call it room temperature water because that's okay. believe it or not what it is okay but it's warm no <laughs> it's still not but you can say that until the cows come home all right i think we'll disagree we'll agree to disagree on that one yeah except you're still wrong but... okay yeah and that's final okay. final decision okay The next uh, topic of discussion here, pretty similar. I think it falls along the same lines. Food and liquid sensitivity. But this one is to do with the human mouth. You have... The human mouth. What what else would we be talking about? The dog mouth. Okay. (laughs) The human mouth. I believe you have the biggest sensitivity to it of anyone I've seen in the world. Because (laughs) you hate more than anything when somebody chews with their mouth open. Mm -hmm. And it's even worse... If they do it in a quiet room. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to, like, defend myself here? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Um, well, yeah. If you're chewing with your mouth open, specific... Okay, it can be anything. It's worse with certain foods, but it, it can be anything. And they're chewing with their mouth open? No. Why are you... Are you a toddler? Are you two years old? Are, like, if you're in the presence of somebody else... You got massive massive woman balls to be saying this <laughs> no after what i'm about to say no he's like he's like okay anyway i'm back to what i was talking about if you are too with your mouth open and someone else is sitting right next to you and i'll look i'll look at him if he's doing it i'll look over oh, so that he knows so that he knows to stop but if he does not stop then i will say stop turning the other one and no <laughs> i feel like that's you know what really you've done reasonable. lately and i think within the past six months you've never said hey can you just stop chewing with your mouth open Instead, you'll go <laughs> until I notice, and then I'll be like, "Okay." I don't do that that often. Oh yes, you do. No, I don't. And if I ever do it, it's only as a joke. I'm not doing it like actually to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you ready for this information <laughs> bombshell I'm about to drop here? And listen up and listen good. Okay. Okay. Here's the amazing part of this whole thing: you do it more than I do. I don't do it more than him. Yes, okay. you do. I no, will do. Here, no, not that. But the man is talking. Shut up. <laughs> you actually do it more than I do, and I never say anything. You will be like a little iPad kid watching your South Park on your iPad, <laughs> and you'll be like shoving food in your face like, <laughs> Corbin said a funny thing. <laughs> and I'll be like, wow, this is the woman I love. This is the woman I love. And That's meanwhile, not even true. meanwhile, if I so much as connect my lips in such a manner that it creates the most indescribably <laughs> quiet smack on earth, you will make the point to come over here and beat the shit out of me no, I don't. into submission until I stop doing it. 
No. To, I'm traumatized. When okay. I bite food at this point, I'm locking my lips like <laughs> no. I'm a prisoner. <laughs> no. That's not... Okay. To be fair, anytime I, like, chew my mouth open, one, it's usually never when you're right next to me on the bed. It's usually when you're across the room at the desk and I'm on the bed, I'm by myself watching a show. And two, I usually only ever do it when I have a canker sore in my mouth that hurts. And it hurts to chew food on that side. So I'll try to keep it over. And then sometimes that just ends in me not focusing on my mouth being closed. But yeah. So what you're saying is you chew with your mouth open. Anyway. So what you're saying is you chew with your mouth anyway, open. Anyway, and it's not, it's not limited to chewing, okay? It's also if we're just sitting, we're just sitting in the car or we're sitting on the bed or whatever and it's silent, like there's nothing playing, we're just on our phones or something, I don't know, with the volume down, or we're in the car with no music, you know? And if he, he'll just make the randomest, like, noises ever. And it's not just once, it's the same noise over and over and over and over again. Just like, No, and just usually, anything, just like okay. the weirdest, most annoying. Noise so ever. when that's happening, what's happening is there's probably something in my mouth, and I'm trying to get rid of it or no. understand what it is. No, could you do this too? You did that in the car the other day. You were uh, doing that. You were like pushing. You pushing air. Yes, that was once again doing me doing something in my mouth. Yeah, but you weren't. You we hadn't even eaten anything. You know what? None of this matters because. <laughs> Your jaw might as well be a fucking rock tumbler. The amount of <laughs> the amount of noises it makes when you're doing nothing. And just the motion of you opening and closing your jaw, it sounds like you broke every bone in your body. <laughs> yeah, my jaw cracked. In a dead silent room, it's all you can hear. It is deafening. <laughs> so I don't want to hear shit about all oh, these mouth noises I here or there or this that. or that. I don't care if you can't help it. <laughs> you cannot purposefully make weird noise with your mouth. I can't help my jaw. I'm not purposefully making any noise with my mouth. But I think that the reason why my jaw pops is bad karma. Because when I was a kid, my mom's jaw used to pop all the time at the dinner table. And I would be like, if your mouth is going to do that, you need to be at a different place than and me. And this, this, is... this was when I was like six years old. I was like, mother, mother who birthed me, mother who I still take orders from, get out of this room now. I'm and going is, crazy. This is why I identify this as an autistic trait. Because... <laughs> Listen to me. You say, oh, I was six. You say that like you've changed in any capacity because your reaction to any mouth noise still is like, actually, you'll stop the conversation dead in his tracks to go, you either need to stop or leave. And you'll say it in that tone. I think I do remember myself saying that once. You do. Not once. Every time. Not every time. You say it, especially to your little brother, who, by the way, is like 11 years old. He is the worst because... He, it's like he does. He doesn't even know that chewing with mouth closed is a thing. He th- just a normal occurrence is him chewing with mouth open, and it's not just like a. It's not just like a regular mouth chewing noise. It's like a, like worse than that, and it's like the like chips, like Cheetos or anything, anything, and it's just it's so loud. I can hear it outside of my door in the hallway. You know what we he'll call be that? walking up the hallway and he'll do it, and I'm like, "You!" I'll, I just yell at him. I say, "Boston, close your mouth." I believe there's a word for that. It's something like um, hyperfixation, which I believe is uh, a common trait of autistic <laughs> people. Okay, that's actually a big thing. Hyperfixation. I do. I will admit, might be the only thing that I'll admit could be an issue because 
I hyperfixate a lot, whether that be on noises that are happening. Like, if I'm going trying to go to sleep sometimes and I'm in a bad mood or something, I don't know, I'll hyperfixate on, like, someone talking. No. That's all is, I'll be able to hear. I should have said this in the beginning. All of these topics, every single one of them, are a problem because you will hyperfixate on them. The moment you decide it's an issue, it's all you think about until it's resolved. Yeah, maybe that that's probably true. But my hyperfixation issues aren't always bad. I mean, I hyperfixate on things like reading. Like, I read a book and I hadn't... I had been on the same book for the past six months, I think, and then I finished it in, like, two days and then read another one in two days because I'll, I'll just, like, that's just what I'll want to be doing. Yeah, you're not, you know helping, I mean? you're not helping your case here. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next uh, one, it's sort of in line with the food chewing stuff, but it's about eating food. So it's, like, food textures and, like, food types. You are very, very, very picky. Mm-hmm. And you'll say... No, I'm not picky. I just know it's good. No, you are picky. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. But... Yes, you are. I... Okay, yes. Textures of foods can be a big issue. Like, for example, one that I tried over the summer was toast with avocado on it and cottage cheese. It was the worst. Well, I'm not sure why you chose. I'm not sure why you chose avocado. One, which would be maybe challenging for somebody with texture issues, and two, cottage cheese. Why would you? (laughs) Why in God's cool fucking earth would you have put that on the toast with the avocado? (laughs) I needed my protein, and it felt. I felt like it would be good because like salty with avocado, which like needs salt. Oh my god. You were so wrong about that. As somebody Apparently. who, you're somebody who won't touch weird textured foods with a 10 foot fucking pole and you decided to slap two of them on warm bread. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was bad. But that's kind of an extreme example, I feel like. Like, there's, oh, um, sauteed onions? No. The texture of an onion chewing in my mouth? No, that's disgusting. I'll well, I, that's, that's one my... where I can sort of understand it because onions are such a fucking, like, harsh food to, like, really like especially if they're sauteed because then they get all soft and weird especially you know what i mean Uh, and and well even not like even if you make a pasta salad and you put like diced red onions in them no i can't that's disgusting but if you were to blend up some like sauce and throw some onions in there and blend it up that's fine i'd probably like that i like the taste of onions. pasta sauce for example if there is a fucking hair of meat in it, she'll be like, uh, oh my god, gross. get this shit out of my or face. Or the chunk, the, the pasta sauce that's supposed to be smooth and there's chunks of diced tomato in them, that's disgusting. It's more disgusting to you that it's a perfectly uniform texture across the entire thing. Wouldn't you be a little more encouraged by the fact that there's actually at least a, a vague image of some sort of vegetable in there? No. You no. would rat, yeah. You would consume a paste if it came from a factory as long as it was the same texture. Like, you would consume... I I bet you would eat that fucking... You know the video of the hot dog? Like, this is what you make hot dogs out of. Yeah. I bet you would eat that because it's one texture. that texture looks disgusting. That looks disgusting. It's like a weird, like, thick paste. I don't know. That's gross. I'd go swimming in it. Yeah, I bet you would. I would. (laughs) I'd eat my way out. (laughs) Gross. But, yeah. I don't know. I can't really think of anything, like, any other examples of, like, a texture. And there's also another another thing with, like, food and pickiness is I, I don't know. There's, I need a lot of flavor. Like, tomato soup, 
and like chicken noodle soup that's supposed to be condensed that you're supposed to add like water or milk to forget about it those are i'm not adding anything She's to those the concentrate they, bro. they it needs to be like how it is and that's perfect that's amazing i love that and we over we over season everything at- but the thing is there's a problem here you're acting like that's the end of it but there's so much more the big picture here is that you will randomly somehow i don't care if it's through your childhood or what you have decided somewhere along the way in your life that certain brands, certain foods aren't inadequate to the others. Mm-hmm. And if they even touch your lips, you're like, you're not like, yeah, it's fine. You're like, I hate it. No. No. Um, you're like, I hate it. Because it's gross. Okay. Your example is the Alfredo sauce that comes in a jar. Mm-hmm. You need this one specific brand. And if it's not the specific brand, then it's gross. How can it be not, so different that it's, it's gross? It's that gross. It just doesn't. It's like bland. It doesn't taste as good. I could eat it if I had to. I mm, mean. You wouldn't though. I wouldn't want to. But if it was like, oh, we either have this or have plain pasta, then I'll eat it with with the other Alfredo. It's not that big of a deal. But like an- another example of that is meatballs i used to only like the certain type of angus beef meatball and it was so good and but then mom accidentally bought like i think she actually what is it walmart pickup and they give you like the substitution sometimes they gave her like great value italian meatballs and they were actually really good (laughs) yep that's what it's like for us normal folk here on earth (laughs) we can try other foods well i've had other meatballs other frozen meatballs that were not good like the other meatballs from that same brand that i get the angus beef meatballs from those ones disgusting gross i can tell that they're different and i don't like them i just think that it's homemade meatballs gross when you're talking about okay now stop now you're going too far (laughs) i think when you're talking about frozen meatballs which is frozen balls of meat to break down the definition for you yeah i don't think that sets the bar very high so i think it's so strange that you can look at one and go my god that's so heavenly and look at the others and go no that that one's disgusting it's like (laughs) look at what the fuck you're eating right now i love frozen meatballs okay uh, well yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with them but i'm saying you can't look at one and go oh my god this is like crack and then look at the other one and go that piece of shit i don't want that in my mouth (laughs) that's all the same yeah no it's not it's really not all the same and that's your issue, is that you think it's all the same. Hey, I'm getting better about, um, I used to be very specific about ranch. It's only like Hidden Valley Ranch. But being a broke college student, I now also eat Great Valley Ranch. And it's not bad. Wow. Eureka. Yeah. It's okay. I don't like ranch, though. Disgusting. Disgusting. Tastes like actual dog crap. It's so gross. I, they had it out with the salad bar one time. I put it on my lettuce. I thought my lettuce was rotten. Turns out it was just light ranch. You know, I think the big so gross. The big picture here is that this sort of explains the weight difference. Because <laughs> I'll eat anything you put in front of me. Like a dog, I'm fucking happy. If you like, I'll beg for it. I don't even know what it is. You know what I mean? I'm on my hands and knees. I'm looking up at you. I'm like, fucking, I'll do a trick. I'll sit down for you. you do know? a trick. Yeah, I'll do a trick. I'll catch it if you throw it to me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I think, all right, here's sort of the last group of things. Um. It's all sort of related to sleeping here. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things that you really are sensitive to while we're trying to sleep in the same bed. Number one, I think is pretty reasonable. It's you are really bad about crumbs in the bed. Mm. Well, in two ways, okay? The first part, 
the first part is that you hate crumbs in the bed and honestly this is the one where i'm on the same level as you i hate it i hate it i can't like even stop thinking about it until i get up and get all the crumbs off the bed yeah right? no. i'd sleep off a blanket the part it's... two of this is that you will eat the crummiest foods <laughs> in bed for somebody who violently hates it as much as you do like you'll wake up and punch me in the face like get the crumbs off the bed <laughs> no i don't and then you'll be like, babe, can you go make me a bagel and toast it and then and then get me some crackers and then don't give me a plate or nothing. I just want to eat it right over the <laughs> no, bed. No, I eat it. Okay. One, yes, I will admit I am the worst of the crumbs on the bed thing. But two, I put, I now got our flat sheet out and I tried to sit on top of the flat sheet while I'm eating in bed so that the bottom, like in between the two sheets, it's still protected. Okay. So. No. Yes, not, I do that. Not good enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another... Okay, this is part two. Two. That, that one is finished, all right? Yeah. Another thing you do is you are a criminal pillow thief. <laughs> and I mean fucking... You should be in a high-security prison for this shit. Like... <laughs> I'll wake up and, bro, it's like being on the streets. I imagine, I don't know what being homeless is like, but I imagine this is what it's like. <laughs> like, I, I go to bed with two pillows, maybe three if I'm lucky, right? I'll wake up, bro. Not only am I, I'm not even on the bed anymore. I'm in a chair. <laughs> she put me in a chair somewhere. No. no, I'll wake up and you'll have, like, all of the pillows. You'll be <laughs> under, you'll be sitting straight up the, the level of elevation your head is at. It'll be as if you're sitting straight up. And I'll be like, what the fuck? I need a pillow, please. And you'll, it's, the reaction is always the same. You're always like, hey. And then you, you give me one like you're this little fucking pillow goblin and you get away with it every time. Oh my God. Yeah, I will admit that. I do do that. But I never really take them while he's sleeping. I take them before you get in bed and I'll be, and I just want to be comfortable while before you come back. Well, I'm a, I'm a very like colorful sleeper. So I move around a lot. I assume all types of positions really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are many opportunities where my head is no longer on a pillow and I swear she's not even sleeping. I think you're awake waiting for like <laughs> the femto second I raise my head off of the fucking cotton. You're like, whoop, and you steal it from me, put it under your head and you're sound asleep staring at the fucking wall, like no. sitting straight up. That is so funny. That, yeah, I do that sometimes, but it's mostly when he's not in bed yet. And I just like to be comfortable and sleep with a couple extra pillows. And then when I, when you come back, I give him back. Good like, Lord. When it's time for me to go to bed, I almost always go to bed later than you. Yeah. And when I crawl into bed, it's like, there's nothing left for me. <laughs> there's nothing left for me. I'm just in the valley of despair and you're on your high castle next to me, like sleeping beautifully. And I'm like, help. <laughs> Yeah. Another big one for you is um, you hate being restricted while sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not, I don't know. It's not like a space restriction. Well, it kind of is a space restriction. Like, if I don't have enough room on the bed, I don't really like that. Because I like to be able to have my knees bent. And if there's not enough room to do that, it's kind of annoying. But the biggest thing is, if you have, like, a flat sheet, like, something that doesn't stretch, and then you get rolled up in it a little bit, and you can't, like switch a position to where you want to be i swear to god i turn into like a feral cat Holy trying shit. to get out it like i start sweating like it actually <laughs> drives me crazy i wake up I and she's going <laughs> no, i can't if i can't get out of that situation like in 0.2 seconds it's over my my week is ruined oh i know because you'll <laughs> take it out on me no i you'll be know like, get this shit off of me <laughs> God forbid I use a fucking weighted blanket once in my life. Dude, that shit oh, is gosh. like the 
oh my god, you're a vampire and that's silver. <laughs> I just drove a stake in your heart if I put a weighted blanket on the bed. No, it's when you freaking won't keep it to your side and there's just a ball of blanket holding my blanket down right next to me so that I can't pull it towards me. But I got better about that. If the blade blanket is evenly distributed on me, then I can sleep with it on me. Yes, because it's heaven. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that concludes episode five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.